You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Tanya Pinkins, and you're listening to You Can't Say That. Welcome back to part two of my conversation with Chuck Cooper and his daughter, Lily Cooper. Broadway icons. We are moving into what Alistair Crawley would call the ne- the I, I, it's the new aeon, and in that new aeon, it's going to be a reconciliation of opposites. It's, I think it's why we're seeing such a rise of gender nonconforming in mm-hmm. some of the great Iroquois nations. There were twenty six genders. We all contain in us masculinity, femininity. Yes, when we can, but my sort of position about the left is. We don't know how to reconcile our shadow. Mm. And so, you know, we're so busy judging the right that we are not recognizing that everything that's in them is in us too. And when we can reconcile that shadow side of them that is in us, Mm. we will be so much more powerful and we will Mm. be able to meet them. But as we are trying to claim that we are like higher, we have a moral hierarchy or something, or we're smarter or we're more this, not going to work. We have to reconcile the opposites inside of us. And I think, I think that's, I think I'm finding in my circles that that is the overwhelming like want and desire why people struggle so much with voting for Biden because they're like, Okay, we see you like saying you're going to do good things, but we've also known you to do bad things and you like haven't really copped to those things. And when you don't do that, then you get you put us in this position where we have to choose lesser of two evils. And it's like, well, how about we just come out and say, hey, I did some bad things and I learned from them. And now I want to be better. Like if someone said that to me, I mean, if I feel like if Trump did that, like we would have him again for sure <laughs> because it is such a powerful, powerful statement. That is true power. I feel like to say I did a bad thing. I did a thing that hurts people. I, I didn't understand. I didn't have the knowledge. I had, there was a failing or a flaw and I see it. I recognize it. I apologize for it. And here's how I'm rectifying it. And if we could start doing that just across the board for just everybody, <laughs> It would really change. I mean, I think it separates the people who are 
truly powerful and truly like within themselves and standing upright. And, you know, like it, from, that gives me a lot of hope when someone's able to do that, which is why I love like AOC because she is someone who is consistently like, oh, I said something wrong. Let me fix it. Here's what I meant. Or this, you know, that kind of, you have a face, Tanya. What is it? No. So as a storyteller, <laughs> I'm going to play devil's advocate with you. Uh-huh. I think that what the red does is they go, yeah, I did a bad thing and I don't care. Mm. And that to some people is a lot of power. <laughs> like Ford <laughs> said to him, do you have empathy for black people's pain and suffering? And he was like, you, you drinking the Kool-Aid, man. You believe that? No, I, I don't feel that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, that so we have power to some people. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, just, then we need, need to have some conversations about what power really is, but go ahead, Lily. <laughs> there's been this allowance recently, right. Of, of admittance and acceptance of uh, hatred and it being okay. And Mm -hmm. people being able to come out of the woodworks who have been there forever and the hatred has been there forever. But this allowance to say, this is who I really am and I'm actually okay with it. And now I can raise my racist flag high Mm. because the president tells us that that's okay. And so Mm -hmm. there is this level of admittance. Um, Agreed. And, and now I just need to get to the rectifying part. No, <laughs> no, no. This isn't this isn't right. And we should change so, it. You know, I, as I said, for me as a storyteller, I try to be on everybody's side. And it's like yeah. for me, it's great when people tell the truth. Honestly, I've always felt like I'm more comfortable with a southern white supremacist than I am with a northern liberal. Right? White supremacist is clear. That's- you can count on them to do certain things. The northern liberal is not even clear with themselves. Mm-hmm. And when push comes to shove and they have a, a choice that's about self-preservation, mm-hmm. they're going to choose themselves. That's just normal human nature. And because they aren't even aware of it themselves, you can't trust them. No. <laughs> they don't even know themselves. And there's a beautiful podcast now called Nice White Parents, New York Times. So good. And it talks about how all of these quote, progressive parents are why New York City schools are not are not integrated. That New York is the number one or number two most segregated school system in the country because the school system caters to these white parents saying, this is what I want. And they speak all of this. I want this and I want this integration and I want diversity. And I want this. And then when the choice comes for them to do it, they don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, right. It makes me think of like, you know, if I see somebody with a Confederate flag on the back of their truck, I know I'm not going to go over to them and ask them for a favor. But Karen is <laughs> pops on a bird watcher who you think maybe you can trust and is a quote unquote liberal who actually wants to cause harm to us yeah. in a public park during the day in New York City. Those are the people that scare me the most. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's, I, I just was going to go um, walking with a friend in her neighborhood back here in Pennsylvania. And I hadn't been there in years. Um, and it's a wealthier neighborhood. And I, I went, I drove up 
And I just start seeing signs on everybody's line, not just like one or two and also a Biden, no Biden, only Trump Pence. And we, uh, you know, like we trust our police officers, you, you know, like all, all blue lives matter, like all sorts of stuff. And I was like, Oh, okay. We fundamentally disagree on some things, which would be fine if it didn't endanger me, but it endangers me. And so I'm not going to be here. And we had to, go someplace else. I was like, we got to go. I'm not, I don't want to put myself in that position, but I'm glad that I knew so that I didn't, you know, like you said, uh, there's no wolf in sheep's clothing in that situation. It's just, there's the wolf. And I said, okay, no, thank you, wolf. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So I got to play devil's advocate again. Uh, uh. 116 million people, I think, don't vote every year. Mm. Right now, we're in the greatest shift of, of, of wealth in, 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 in history. Um, the poverty. There are companies, there are individuals in the world who could fund every American's salary for life. People are so desperate. People are homeless. They are sick. They have no medical care. Just because you see a Trump thing on somebody's lawn does not tell you anything about their politics. Right now, with people with no unemployment and no money, Trump pins could go, $50, you can put this on your lawn. $50 is a lot of money for people right now. Right. Wow. See, I would have never even thought that. That's how they, they, they send out, you know, even for the, the, the rallies, they pay people to show up at those rallies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not even paying them very much, but that's how we are already in a feudal society. We are right. a failed state. People cannot support themselves. They don't right. have the food. They don't have the work. They don't have the houses. We have, as a nation have failed. We are not a first world nation anymore. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I will say, though, that I think that this very rich neighborhood that I was in, like, they probably weren't taking the $50, but maybe. I don't know. They're, they're, not, they're not needing my, the $50. My, my uh, response to you uh, in, in, your, in, in your telling of this story, yeah. what, what, what springs to my mind is, why were you afraid? I, and and I, guess, I guess what actually springs to my mind is, what am I afraid of? And I don't think I'm afraid of anything. There are things mm-hmm. that I dislike. There are things that that uh, that um, I know are uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I, in terms of people and situations, I, I find that I'm I'm never afraid. I find that you know I, I 
I really, you know, there's some cowboy movie where uh, I wish I could remember the movie where the uh, the Native American person says to the to the the soldier, "Today is a good day to die." Mm. And I I really kind of live that way because first of all, I'm a black man in America, mm. and I got to know that when I go out. It could be a good day to die. Yes. And so that is that is how I, I greet the world. That is how I greet mm-hmm. assholes who I know are fucking racist and who hate my guts. I don't go up and you know and try to you know kiss them or nothing. But I'm not afraid of them motherfuckers. And I'm not gonna stop doing anything because of that. That I want mm-hmm. to. That I mm-hmm. want to. There, mm-hmm. there are times that, you know, I say, well, you know, I'm just not going to sub- submit myself to that or whatever. But it's never fear. It's never, I, I, I would, I, I, I would look a motherfucker straight in the eye as he pulled the trigger and spit in his eye. Because I just don't have, I, don't, I can't, I can't afford to have fear. Mm-hmm. I can't. I, I want to respond to that in a few ways. Um, I live my life that way too. I'm like, it's how I perform. It's like every time I go out there, I'm giving it all out there. I could just die. That is, I think what's my greatest power is that I'm willing to die in every moment. And I really have thought of that as a very, a power place. And then I watched this horror movie the other day (laughs) called one BR. And in this, it's very good. It's kind of, to me, I describe it as like, it's kind of like America in a way right now, what I hope my movies can be as well. And Death wasn't on the table. You were going to go along with their group or they were going to cause you severe pain. You didn't have a choice about being in their group. They were going to make sure you could not kill yourself, but they were going to cause you so much pain to you psychologically surrender to what they want. Now, that for me was the first time in my life where I went, oh, shit. That would get me. Yeah. And I think the privilege you have is that you're a man. And mm. for us as women, we know that there are many things that men will do to us that we wish we would have died uh. because what they will do, what, um, what the fear we walk in because they're men is much greater. Mm. Lady, any thoughts about that? Look, the living torture is real. Okay. Been there, done that. Don't want to do it again. <laughs> so yes, I agree. I, I, I totally ex- hear and embrace and accept that. Yeah, I used to tell my children if somebody grabs you, tell them to kill you now. Because if they take you away, it's going to be much worse. Mm-hmm. Don't go nowhere with nobody. Make them kill you right there on the spot. Mm. I think women in America. I have a pretty constant fear. It's not disabling, but it's what protects me. My fear is important because I don't feel invincible. I feel Mm. very fallible. And knowing that is important. It helps me make the right decisions. It helps me know I can't walk down that dark alley at night. It helps me know I should come home biking at a certain hour, you know? Yeah. For me, as a woman, as a black woman, is 
something is a survival mechanism. Hmm. Gavin DeBecker has an amazing book called The Gift of Fear and how fear is an instinct that does tell you don't go down that alley. He even says it works in our humor. He says there have been so many times when, you know, like the postal worker who, who got fired last week sends a package and someone goes, I wouldn't open that. That's probably a bomb. And it's a bomb. <laughs> that, that, is, that is an instinct. He calls it an instinct of knowing things, you know, like when I first mm-hmm. wrote this movie and you know, a year ago, you know, some people who read it were like, yeah, that's a little far fetched. And so when I was thinking of how we were going to score it, Peace Goal, who scored Selma, is scoring the movie. And we were going to do this string quartet. You know, he's getting, you know, all this kind of, you know, the scary sounds of strings, but also just kind of playing counterpoint because at the time people thought what I was saying in my movie was far-fetched. Now what I'm saying in my movie is everyday life. It's not, it's like I might, it's a documentary. (laughs) It's literally a documentary. And so it's like, now we're changing the score to be much more intense and, you know, in this sense of the urgency and the revolution of it, because it, it, the world has changed in, in the years since I wrote this and made it. It's no longer people thinking of it as a dystopian future. It is what we're living right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we're actually over time at this point. Um, I would probably not going to ask any questions because we're so over time, but um, uh, I want to thank you all for joining us. Uh, I've learned a lot in this conversation. I always do anytime I'm talking with Tanya and I want to say thank you to Chuck and Lily for joining in. Also just like lots of pearls, (laughs) Um, uh, you know, Tanya, do you have anything that you want to say as a, as a closing, as a sign off for this? You know, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. Um, Hopefully we'll get out this fall. Red Pill Movie 2020 are the handles for the film. And uh, I can't wait to bring it to you. Uh, um, I want to say to Chuck, who I know is going off to do a movie, be safe. Thank you, sweetie. Okay. There's no people going to lie when they say they're practicing safety. Because I'm going to tell you that as I was coming here to do my thing, you know, you start, I had not left my house. I've not had a COVID test in four months. And I was about to get on a plane for 15 months, a car to the airport, in the airport, on a plane. And I started thinking, you know, I just started feeling sick just because, <laughs> because I was doing things I hadn't done. And then right. I started thinking, well, what, you know, because they're asking, do you have a fever? Do you have this? I'm like, well, I'm not going to tell the truth because then they'll send me back. And then I got to do it again. And I started thinking, if I'm just feeling that and I'm not sick, what about people who are really sick? Yeah. I mean, that guy on Batman, Robert Pattinson, who was playing Batman, come out with COVID. Somebody wasn't telling the truth about what they were right, doing. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. He was having a party. He brought some, somebody wasn't telling the truth. They wasn't in their pod or their bubble. Because for the lead to come down with COVID, just, you know what I'm saying? Right. I hear you. Don't trust the honest system. I'm not, I'm not thrilled about leaving my bubble because I've been in the bubble since the all this, since the pandemic joined the rest of the shit show that's going on. So uh, I'm not thrilled about getting on anybody's plane. I'm not thrilled about being on set with a bunch of motherfuckers. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not thrilled about that at all. But they made a motherfucking offer you can't refuse. And oh damn! Like that. <laughs> like that. <laughs> and uh but your point is well taken i am going to be safe 
Yeah. Going to be extremely safe. Uh, I may not even take my mask off to do the scene. I'm going to say, you know what? My character would wear it. Write it in. <laughs> I think. Uh-huh. Write it in. We got to talk about this. Right. <laughs> um, well, I'm wishing all of you uh, health and safety and everything that you do. Thank you. Thank you so much to everyone who joined us. Um, just blessings and light to everybody. And we will be doing these conversations with new guest artists every Thursday. Might be a different time. We're talking about that in a second. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, we're going to have a conversation about that. But um, thank you again. And uh, hopefully we'll see you on the next one. Bye, Bye everyone. Thanks so much for coming on. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theatre community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theatre professionals, search the RISE Theatre Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now. And get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org. Because only together we rise. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.